Good morning, ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters. This is Pastor Lester Hayes. I'd like to welcome all of you back to uh, creating a prayer culture for God to use to counter all the uh, all the attacks of the enemy that are out there. Uh, we do uh, thank you all for joining in this morning. Uh, just greet all you prayer warriors, prayer partners, intercessors, overcomers, and gatekeepers back to the call this morning. Uh, this is December uh, the 16th, 6 o'clock in the morning, and uh, we're on the prayer line uh, gathered with several of our prayer partners this morning. And uh, <clears throat> we'd like to just go ahead and get started by opening up this morning with our, 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 our normal uh, routine this morning, uh, which is praying the prayer that the Lord taught the disciples to pray just to get us signed in and warmed up this morning. So let's just, let's just do that right now. Uh, and pray, as Jesus said, pray in this manner, Abba, Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, Lord, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Father, give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is your kingdom, Father, the power and the glory. It all belongs to you. Now, fathers, we come this morning, Lord, we just thank and praise you this morning for another day that the Lord has made, that we come together this morning to rejoice and to be glad in it. Father, we thank and praise you this morning for your Holy Spirit this morning. We thank you, Lord God, that he dwells and lives on the inside of each and every one of us on this line this morning. We're praying for those who do not have the gift of the Holy Spirit, have not received him. Lord, in the name of Jesus, you who have given us the Holy Spirit and told us to be baptized in the Holy Spirit and in fire. So we thank you this morning that we receive the Holy Ghost this morning. We receive the fire, God, that comes along with the Holy Ghost, that something will ignite us and excite us and something will burn on the inside of us, Father God, as we move into celebrating the birth of our Savior this morning. Holy Ghost, we ask you to quicken our mortal minds, quicken our mortal spirits, our mortal bodies this morning. Hallelujah. And bring back to our remembrance this morning that this season is all about celebrating the birth of our savior jesus who was born in bethlehem the city of david least we forget lord god and become led away lord god by our own understanding that it's all about christmas a christmas tree toys and gifts father but we want to go to a higher level and knowledge of understanding lord god as you remind us this morning that jesus is the savior of the world keep that fresh on our mind holy ghost keep bringing it back to us i pray in the name of jesus that you fill up the hearts and minds of every pulpit lord god that will speak lord god to the people the real real reason oh lord god why we come together is to celebrate our Lord and Savior, Jesus. Help us to get back to this teaching, O oh Lord God. Help us, Lord God. Help us, remind us, and use us, Lord God, to get the word out. Let the world know. Tell it on the mountaintops and tell it in the valley low. Let our songs of praise be filled with adoration and love toward the, the, the one who saves. His name is Jesus, the Christ, the Son of the living God, the only begotten of the Father, Lord, full of grace and full of truth. His name is Jesus, the anointed Christ, Son of the living God. And so, Father, we thank you this morning for bringing us back, Lord God, to the one who is the center of all our joy, Lord God. Hope for hope for the whole world. 
His name is Jesus, Father. And so we thank you this morning and we praise you this morning, Lord, for just uh, being able to allow us, Lord God, to, to, to know, to be taught, to understand that there was a Savior who was born and his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace, Lord God. You said, oh God, the increase of his government shall never, ever end, never cease, Lord. So, Father, we thank you this morning and we praise you this morning that we know the name of our Savior. He is the only one by which men can be saved. And you said that every knee was going to bow, eventually bow, and every tongue was going to confess that Jesus Christ is Lord of Lords to the glory of our Father this morning. So we thank you this morning. We lift up the name of Jesus this morning in this earth. We lift up the name of Jesus over families this morning, Lord God, over neighborhoods and communities. We lift up the name of Jesus, Lord God. Hallelujah. Over our government, Lord God. We lift up the name of Jesus this morning, Lord God. Hallelujah. In other countries, oh Lord God, how was there's absolutely zero knowledge about him. And Father, we just thank you this morning that the whole world will know and hear God that there was a Savior born in Bethlehem. His name is Jesus, you're the Christ, the Son of the living God, the Savior of the world, and that people will begin to repent and turn to Jesus, Lord God, in this hour of great darkness. So we give you the praise. We give you the glory. We give you the honor this morning, Lord God. Let us continue to give to man what belongs to man, but let us bless the Lord, Lord God, as it prays in the worship and the adoration it belongs to him. And so, Father, we love you this morning. We thank and praise you this morning for every wonderful gift that you've given us, the gift of life, peace, and joy, and righteousness in the Holy Ghost, Lord. We thank you this morning, and we praise you this morning. We thank you, and we praise you this morning, Lord God, for your son, Jesus. God, you so love the world that you gave your only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him this morning shall have everlasting life. And so we thank you that many will turn to you Lord God, this particular season, oh Lord God, we need it more now than we've ever needed it, oh Lord, that they would know the truth, that their eyes would be opened, that they can behold and see wondrous things from your plan of salvation that comes only through Jesus, that Savior that was born. And so we thank you this morning and we praise you this morning, Lord God, that the knowledge of him will go out, the fame of him will go out this year, this season, Lord God, as we move into celebrating another Christmas but we'll celebrate Jesus more because we know more about him because preachers are teaching and, and more about him. They're preaching and teaching more about the Savior, more about Jesus. Lord God, that your name not get lost in all the chaos and confusion out there about Christmas and about this time of year. We say we know the reason for the season, Father. But, Father, we want to learn. We want it to be rooted. We want it to be grounded in us, and we're grounded in that knowledge, Lord, because, Jesus, you said, I'm the way, the truth, in the life, no man comes unto the Father except by me. So we love you this morning, Lord, and we thank you this morning, Lord, that you will be known. We will make you known, Lord God, because we know you. We have to make you known to others. And so, Jesus, we just love you this morning. We just give you the praise, Father, for sending your only begotten Son. Now, Holy Ghost, we ask you to have your way this morning. In the name of Jesus, amen and amen. All right, then, we're still going to be talking about protection and security and safety. And we know that uh, Proverbs 18 and 10 tells us that the name of the Lord, that name is Jesus. He's Lord of Lords and King of Kings. And when we run to that name, we are safe. And a lot of people are looking for safety, to, you know, in their life, period. They're looking for security. They're looking to be protected. And uh, there are other means of protection. But I'm here to tell you that Jesus is our protection. He's our protector. 
He's the one that watches over his. He's the one that watches over us. He's the one that can dispatch all of those angels, protective guardian angels, and encamp them around about us that we will be safe. And so we run this morning to the name of Jesus. We're excited about his name. We even feel protected and shielded right now, just lifting up the name of Jesus. We thank you that protection is coming down right now. We thank you that our minds and our hearts are going to be secure and protected from all of this other knowledge that are going on out there that talks about these holidays and the spirit of the holidays and the spirit of the season and, you know, Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. All those things are good in their place, but you have to be careful and not go too far uh, with them because you can easily become brainwashed is what we've been talking about. You know, you can have your beliefs, your your attitudes, your behavior altered and changed psychologically and physically, you know, mentally and spiritually. If you get too, too, uh, too, you know, far gone and carried away with that cell that type of celebration, you know, it, it really will carry you into a dark place of brainwashing, I call it. But we want to always come back to the center where Jesus Christ is the center of our celebration. He's the center of our joy. You know, he is the only hope for tomorrow. You know, it's Jesus, you know. And so we thank the Lord this morning for the name of Jesus. There's no other name that can save but the name of Jesus. Amen. So we want to draw your attention this morning over to the book of Luke chapter two, where we were at yesterday. And uh, we want to pick up you know, where we were at yesterday, where we left off. And, uh, you know, my, my, my goal is to uh, unseat a lot of things. People, I believe, have gotten too relaxed about this time of year. They just seem to settle back and become comfortable. And for me, something that gets ignited in me all over again, a, a different kind of fire began to burn in me when I start talking about Jesus and thinking about Jesus. And I get ignited. I get excited about that because uh, I just feel I have a relationship with him that when I mention his name, something triggers inside of me, you know, and it's like I'm excited because it's like I'm talking to someone who understands, someone who can can feel my, my pain, my suffering, can just feel uh, how much I love him, you know, and how much I appreciate him and feel my passion about him because he didn't have to save this old boy, but he did, you know, and I, and I pray and hope you on the line this morning feel the same way that we're coming together to pray to one who saved us, one who can save the whole world, you know, and I get stirred up about that. I get excited about that. I feel that down in my sanctified soul this morning. And so I want you to, uh, if you're, if you're too relaxed about it, get excited about it, man, get ignited by it. That, you know, there was a savior and that word savior, I was looking that word up and looking at some of the different meanings about that word. And the one that just stuck out to me is it said one that can deliver you from danger. Good God Almighty. This is a dangerous world that we're living in. And the only hope for this world, man, is Jesus, you know, the one who can deliver you from danger, from dangerous situation and dangerous circumstances. That's why people got to know about him, because anybody out there right now, man, that, that, that need deliverance, I'm telling you, Jesus is the deliverer. He's the one that can deliver you. He's the savior. He can save you from hurt and harm and danger. He can serve. He can save you from all the attacks of the enemy. And that's why I'm so excited about him. I can't relax when I talk about him. Something just stirs me up. And it's like I want the whole world to know about this Savior called Jesus, my personal Lord and Savior. 
and I want that for everybody. So if you're on this line this morning, amen, you should make sure that you pray that everybody who don't know Jesus will come into a perfect saving knowledge about him, that they will experience his amazing grace. My God, his supernatural, miraculous power and ability to save you, to deliver you out of dangerous snares and toys. Oh, my God, hallelujah. It's something amazing about him, man, the power that he can, he has in his hands to be able to deliver you out of danger. And so that's what excites me is that there's a savior named Jesus that can deliver you out of danger, man. And there's a lot of dark, wicked, evil, pragmatic stuff going on out here in this world right now. And especially during this time of year, because the worst of the worst comes out and try to take advantage of people and place a lot of folks in dangerous situations. More break-ins take place during this time. More purses get snatched during this time. More scams and schemes and isms and schisms. You see all kinds of the worst of the worst comes out to try to, to try to put people in a dangerous, precarious situation, you know, because we're so busy, we're so brainwashed, we're so distracted by the season, you know, by the, the, the activity, the behavior, the attitude that just don't line up. And so people just get carried away, man. You know, they shop more, they out more, they party more, they drink more, they do all kinds of things, everything but celebrate the Savior. And when they end up in a dangerous situation, they'll call 911 because they don't know how to call on the name of the Savior. They don't know how to call on the name of the Deliverer. They don't know how to call on the name of Jesus. But we come on this line this morning and we call on the name of Jesus. We come to pray in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, who can deliver this world, my God, out of darkness, who can deliver all the way down to the individual that's in danger, faced with danger, that's going through. I tell you, his power is limited this morning. He can save in other cultures, other countries this morning. Father, we just glorify, magnify you this morning because you are the Savior that was born in Bethlehem, the son of the, my God, the city of David, Lord, you came, that holy city, God. And we thank and praise you this morning. We lift up your name, Jesus, because you said if you be lifted up, you will draw all men. We thank you for the men and women that are being drawn right now because we call on the name of Jesus who can save, who can deliver, who can set captives free, who can open blind eyes this morning. My God, and set at liberty all those, God, that are bruised this morning. We thank you, God, for sending us your only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him shall not perish. We are praying today in the name of Jesus, every creature that's on this planet that you created that's without the knowledge of Jesus, that lack the understanding about what this season really means to us, this, this sacred time over 2,000 years ago, we're in Bethlehem, Lord God. Hallelujah. Sometime in the month of December, Lord God, on the, on the calendar, God, as we understand that a Savior was born, Lord. You said a, a, a child was born, Lord God, a son was given, and his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Lord, at least we forget, Lord God. Let us be reminded, Holy Ghost. Bring it back to the preachers that they'll teach it. Bring it back to the teachers that they'll teach it, Father. In every house of worship, oh God, every synagogue, every temple, Lord God, whatever they, wherever they gather, Lord God. Hallelujah. Home ministries, Lord. <clears throat> street ministries, Lord God, whatever the case might be, outreach ministries. Lord, let them teach and preach. Let them lift up the name of Jesus before the people, Lord God, that people will know there's only one Savior. 
His name is Jesus, Father. And we're calling for the preachers to preach Jesus. We're calling for the prophets to prophesy Jesus. We're calling for the bishops to build the folks up about the knowledge of Jesus. We're calling for the apostles, Lord God, to, to glorify Jesus, Lord God, and not be glorified themselves and have people glorify them, Lord, and lift them up. But we're praying that we lift up the name of Jesus, Lord God. He's the Savior of the world. So, Father, we thank and praise you this morning. Amen. So let me draw your attention to the uh, to the book of Luke, the second chapter, and we'll pick up what we left off at yesterday. I tell you, I'm so excited about this, man, to get the opportunity to just share the good news of the gospel about Jesus with somebody that'll listen, y'all. I want to dedicate my life to talking about him because he saved my life. When I was in sin, it was Jesus who saved me. It was like Jesus who saved me. It was like Paul being on that road to Damascus. I thought I was all right. I thought I was good enough. I thought I was just wise enough and smart enough, but I found out I was more lost than I thought I was, but a savior found me and he saved me and filled me with his precious gift of the Holy Ghost. And my life has never been the same. And who in the world, man, are really saved by the Savior, Jesus Christ? Who in the world that have been delivered by him and know it was him that delivered you out of that dangerous snare, that dangerous trial or situation that you found yourself in? It was Jesus who delivered you off of those drugs. It was Jesus who delivered you from pornography. It was Jesus who delivered you from perversion. It was Jesus who delivered you, my God, from leaning towards your own understanding, from dope, from alcohol, from, from being out there in the world and giving your life life and your soul over to the devil and let him use you to do all kind of crazy stuff in your flesh this morning. So I thank you, Father, that it was Jesus who saved us. It wasn't nobody else. It wasn't no luck. It was Jesus, Lord. Hallelujah. And he's still saving today, Father. And we want the world to know that we have a Savior that was born in the city of Bethlehem. He was born in the city of David. And Father, we thank and praise you. Hallelujah, Lord God, that we are reminded today of his birth, of his coming. And we thank you this morning. We know that the devil comes. Jesus said he comes but for to kill and for to steal and for to destroy. But I come that you may have life and that you may have it more abundantly. The book of John chapter 10, verse 10, he speaks to us there about himself. And in John 14 and 6, he himself declared that I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes unto the Father except by me. And so, Father, we thank you this morning. We praise you this morning that if we believe in our heart that God raised Jesus from the dead and confess it out of our mouth, Father God, you said we shall be saved. So we confess Jesus Christ this morning as our Lord and Savior, as the only one who can save. No other name by which men can be saved. And so we bow at the name of Jesus this morning because his name is sacred and consecrated and holy, Lord God. And there's power in the name of Jesus, Lord God. So we thank you. He is God. He is Emmanuel, God with us. He's always with us. He never leaves us or forsakes us. He's with us even until the end of this age. And so we thank you this morning. He was Savior yesterday. He's Savior today. And he's going to be Savior throughout eternity, Lord. We thank and praise you that we put no hope, trust, and confidence in man to save us from anything, Lord. But Jesus is the one who delivers us from all the dangerous snares and all, my God, toys that we've already come. Through grace, we're saved by faith. We thank you this morning. Hallelujah for our Savior, God. Amen. So let's go over here to Luke and pick up. I want to pick up at verse uh, 6. 
And let's just see how far we can go here. My goal is to get down to verse 11 this morning uh, before we uh, close this morning. So let's go over here. Look at verse 6 in the book of Luke chapter 2. And it says, and we want to focus in on right now that 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 sacred place where Jesus was born. It was it was it was a it was a, a shocking place. It was in a in a manger in a stable. But too many times people get focused on that. I've heard sermon after sermon about the, the manger, you know, the place. You know, it's a shocking place to me. But I look beyond the place, you know. No, nobody gets saved by knowing the place. Nobody gets saved by the swaddling clothes. But it's the one that was wrapped up in those swaddling clothes. It's the one that she gave birth to that we should focus on. Preach all that other stuff, you know, to try to build it up. But I want to get to the meat, y'all. And so let's look at what it says here. It says, and so it was that while they were there, the days for her accomplished that she should be delivered. It was time, y'all. It was time. Regardless of where the place was at, it was time. It was a shocking place. You know, that my Savior had to be born there. But I'm so glad, man, that I focus on the fact that her time had come. It was time for the Savior, man, to be presented to the world. And I thank God, man. I picture that boy. I, I just see the Savior being born. Not just a not just a just a baby per se, but it was a it was a Savior, man, that was born, you know, in that in that shocking place. And then verse seven it says, And she brought forth her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him in a manger, because there was no room for them. In the end, my God, my God, I just thank God, man, if those people, boy, would have known what they was handling, what they was dealing with, man, what that son was that she gave birth to, good God Almighty, man, they probably would have received five-star accommodations, man. I'm telling you, boy, woo, man, that I'd have shut the city down. Man, my God, I'd have shut the city down and started a celebration that the Savior is born. Good God Almighty in Bethlehem. Oh, my God. Hallelujah, Lord. Let's get stirred up about it. Let's get ignited about it. Man, my God. Let's put ourselves in a state of mind, man, where, man, just picture and imagine what took place right there, man. She gave birth to a son, and it wasn't just a son. It was a son of God. It was Jesus, our Savior, man. My God. I just picture that, how she handled him and wrapped him in swaddling clothes, her firstborn of the Holy Ghost, man. Ha, well, I could see Joseph sitting there, man, looking at him, smiling, you know, you know, just glad that his, that his, his espoused wife, she was the one chosen by the Savior, man, a highly favored woman of God. I remember a time, you know, when Joseph, man, was kind of upset when he found out she was pregnant being espoused to him and he did not know man what had happened you know he did he, he you know I, I just can imagine the mindset of people when they found out this little 14 year old girl was pregnant you know and then it wasn't for joseph her spouse husband man but it was for the holy ghost it was from the holy ghost he impregnated her can you just imagine man that there was no human blood in him man even that excites me man ignites something in me that there was no human blood in him he was, my God, she was impregnated by the Holy Ghost. That right there, man, fires me up. That stirs me up, man. It's my God, that greatness was born that day, man. She wrapped up greatness. She wrapped up a deliverer. 
in those swaddling clothes, man. My God, and there was no room for him in the end, but it did not stop him from coming. Come on, somebody. It did not stop him from coming when the accommodation were not perfect, man. They're not like they're like that today. People don't want to open up the church, man, and let Jesus come in. They don't want him in the sermons. They don't want him in the songs. They don't want him in the prayers, man. They, no, they don't, they're, they're like they're taking away and shutting down and changing and legislating all the places where you can talk about Jesus, man. I tell you, man, they didn't, there was no place for him there, and it's like there's no more place for him here today. But, man, we're going to bring it back. We're going to resurrect it, man. We're going to lift up the name of Jesus and talk about him until somebody gets saved, talk and preach about him until Jesus comes back here. We're going to sing his praises. We're going to give him glory. We're going to give him honor because he's worthy that he came. My God, they couldn't stop it and they shouldn't be able to stop it. Now, God made a place and provided a place for him. It was a shocking place, but nevertheless, she gave birth to her firstborn son. And I am so glad that over 2000 years ago, man couldn't stop Jesus, man, from coming into this world. Oh my God, unto us, a child is born, a son is given. And his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father. So that's why we keep saying that because he said his name shall be called. So when you think about Jesus in this season or that season or tomorrow or the next day or next week, always think about him that way. He said his name shall be called. Throw your hands in the air. Give him a morning sacrifice. Throw your hands in the air. Give him a noonday sacrifice. Throw your hands in the air. Give him an evening sacrifice. And say, Lord, your name is wonderful, Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father. You are my Prince of Peace. I'm so glad that you came. My God, that you were born in that city of Bethlehem. Amen. And see, that way you're making room for him in your in your end. <clears throat> in your home, in your life, in your heart. See your see your heart right now is the end, I-N-N, where he wants to reside, where he wants to live. And he's saying, look, though I stand at the door and knock, will you open it up and let me come in? And see, I'm praying right now that people will hear that knock and open up the door and invite Jesus to come into their end, into their hearts, into the, the, the souls and their spirits, my God, that he can come in and sup with them. My God, in reason with them, though our sins be red like crimson, he shall make them white as snow. Why? Because his blood is precious to the cleansing away, the washing away of the sin of man. No other way we can get rid of it. It's a dangerous thing to be living in this dark and desolate age we live in, Father, and people don't know Jesus. You said, look out there, laborers. Look out there on the field. They're white. They're plenteous with harvest, my God. But the labors are few. And pray to the Father, my God, that he would send forth laborers. Amen. To go talk about Jesus. To go talk about repenting. And my God, go talk about what we can do to save. To be saved is turn to the Lord and call on the name of Jesus. Father, we're calling many out of darkness this morning, Lord God. We're calling them out of darkness. That come to Jesus right now. Father, in the north, the south, the east, and the west, God, we call in that harvest this morning in the name of Jesus. We pray that men and women everywhere, Lord God, other countries on this planet, God, will begin to run to the name of Jesus. We're praying, oh God, that a clarion call will go out, God. Put it in the mouth of the missionaries, oh God. We know they're over there, God, trying to deal, my God, with environmental issues, bringing fresh water and other things, teaching them how to plant crops. But God, I pray in the name of Jesus that they drop some spiritual seeds, that Jesus is the Savior of the world. He can deliver you out of this dangerous poverty 
stricken. My God, hallelujah. My disease, famine region that you're living in. Jesus can deliver you. He can deliver you from voodoo. He can deliver you from paganism. He can deliver, my God, he can deliver you from brainwashing. He can deliver you from sickness, infirmity, and disease. He can deliver you from addictions of every type. My God, in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. I just pray, God, that as we go forth, Lord God, to carry forth, Lord God, whatever the, the level of aid and assistance they are providing. God, I pray in the name of Jesus that they'll open up their Bible and there'll be interpreters there, God, that they can give them a message about Jesus who can deliver them out of danger, Lord God. And so, Father, we just thank you this morning as we continue to look at this scripture. Okay, verse uh, number eight, he said, we make room for you, Father. He says in verse eight, and there were in the same country shepherds abiding in the fields, keeping watch over their flock by night. Unbelievable appearance of Jesus had come and they got news of it. Amen. Shepherds everywhere heard about it. The fame went out about it. My God, can you envision just for a minute, man, how when they heard this news, there were people that took off and ran and told the shepherds and that news spread like wildfire. Just imagine that a shepherd heard that the Savior had been born, that, that she'd given birth to a son. And man, that news went out. That fame went out. It got all the way back, man, to Caesar's palace, man. And boy, he sent folks. He sent folks with gifts. He sent. It was good news, y'all. It was good news that was spreading, y'all. It's got to be good news today that's being spread, y'all. We got to get the message out, man. We got to get the message out. Shepherds, you got to get the message out. Somebody got to get the message to the shepherds. They're out there begging now. They're preaching prosperity now. They're preaching everything but Jesus, man, the one who can deliver us from danger. This world is in a dark and a desolate place right now. Isaiah prophesied over 2,000 years years ago, just like he prophesied that the, that the child was going to be born and a savior was going to come. I'm telling you, he also prophesied that this world was going to be, will be saturated with great darkness and there will be gross darkness on the people. And we're seeing that right now. People are turning away from God and not to God. But this morning in the name of Jesus, we pray that the same unbelievable good news, unusual news will go out about Jesus and it'll bring people back to Jesus, man. Hallelujah. My God. Look at verse 9 there. It says, And lo, the angels of the Lord came upon them, and the glory of the Lord shone around about them, and they were so afraid. Boy, I'm praying that we have a, an outpouring of the Holy Ghost of God that this very same scenario would take place today, and it will become commonplace, and it will happen more and more, that that great light from heaven, that those angels would just shine that light on every service right now. I know people got great services planned. Man, they're going to have nativity scenes. They're going to have people dressed up, man, and what they thought the shepherds and people were dressed up. They're going to have real animals in the churches they're going to try to replicate and duplicate what took place but man you don't need all of that stuff right now the main thing is is my god you let that light so shine that men will see your good works and they too will glorify our father which is in heaven take jesus out from underneath or whatever you're under your from underneath your beds of tradition Take Jesus from because you will preach more about the nativity scene. My God, about the animals. People will be paying attention and focusing on that stuff. I went to a place up in Maryland one time, man, and they had a, a, a live a, a live replica up there, uh, up there in the, up, up in one of the temples up there, man. It was beautiful. I didn't know what I know now, 
You know, it was beautiful to reenact all of that, man. And I'm telling you, people came from everywhere. They were lined up. But all I want to know, man, is about Jesus. I just want to hear about the Savior that was born in Bethlehem. I want to hear him today because there is no other name by which men can be saved. A replica, all those animals in the church and all that stuff, man. Nobody gets saved by that. What get saved, get people saved is people lifting up the name of Jesus. You don't need all that fanfare. You don't need all of that reenactment. You need what you need to do is preach Jesus. He said, if I be lifted up, I'll draw all men unto me. When them shepherds was out there in the field, look what happened. It says, and lo, the angel of the Lord, not, not, not any kind of angel, the angel of the Lord came upon them. We need the angel of the Lord to come upon some people right now who say they're called of God, but never talk about Jesus. We need the angel of the Lord to touch some folks right now in some pulpits preaching a, a gospel, but not the gospel. We need the angel of the Lord to touch every senator, every congressman, every president that's, that comes to be president, that hold the office, especially the one we got right now. We pray and ask God to let the angel of the Lord touch that man right now, touch all of those those people up there right now, regardless of what side of partisan politics they own this morning, we need a government to be saved this morning. My God, we need leadership in this country to be saved this morning. We need leadership abroad to be saved this morning. We praying that the angel of the Lord will shine that light, that glorious light on mankind everywhere, on humanity everywhere. My God, that that man could not do. I pray that the angel of the Lord will move in and my God begin to shine a great light. God, send forth a revival awakening of God. I'm not talking about father, a revival that man creates and make my, himself Lord God and put all the, the light shows and all the things that he imagined in his evil mind. But God, I'm talking about a light from heaven in the name of Jesus. As it shone right there in verse nine, we're praying that another light would shine. The angel of the Lord would shine a light on the hearts of men and women everywhere that they'll break down and want to give up and be saved, Lord God. In the name of Jesus, Father, come out of wherever they might be. Come out of darkness and come into this marvelous light. Lord, we thank you this morning. We just pray, God, that the angel of the Lord would shine upon all mankind and the glory of the Lord would shine around about them. And Lord God, where they're at, where, they, where they're standing, where they're living, where they're working, oh God. Hallelujah, Lord God. And just shine that light on them, Father God. Cause that reverence, that, that fear of the Lord to come upon them, O oh Lord God, that will cause them to repent and ask to be saved, Father, is our prayer this morning. As we continue to move on here, verse 10, he says, And the angel said unto them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, my God, which shall be to all people, to all people, today, just like yesterday, over 2,000 years ago. Father, we pray that it be so today, as it was then, Lord God, that good news, that great tidings of good news, great news and joy, God, hallelujah, will be restored to the people, God, that when they hear it, they'll begin to sing Hosanna to the highest, joy to the world, the king has come, the savior is born, that they'll run about, God, and share that good news, oh God, with everybody, those glad tidings, that good news, oh God. Oh, that the Savior, Lord God, let that be the message, oh God. Let that be the reassurance to the people, God. Let that good news, oh Father God, go forth, oh Lord God. Hallelujah. That your people, Lord God, will be protected and secure, shielded from, oh Lord God. All of this brainwashing that goes on out here in the name of Christmas, Lord God. 
So we thank you, Lord God, for this proclamation. We even thank you for the proclamation, Father God, that we're about to read in verse 11, Lord God. It says, for unto you is born this day in the city of Bethlehem, in the city of David, a Savior, Lord, which is, my God, which is, which is Christ the Lord, the anointed Messiah, the only one by which men can be saved. And so, Father, we pray that this will be the proclamation, God. This will be the announcement, Lord God, from every pulpit, Lord God. Hallelujah. Every sermon, oh God, that's going to go forth early that morning, oh God, of Christmas, oh God, early, Lord God. Hallelujah. That every service, oh God, the proclamation will be, Lord God. Hallelujah. That unto you are born this day in the city of David, a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. Lord, let this be the proclamation of the Messiah's birth, that it did take place. It was an awesome birth, Lord God. Hallelujah. Mary, she gave birth, oh God, to her firstborn son. His name is Jesus, Lord. Let this be the proclamation. Let this be the message that fill up every preacher's mouth, Lord God, and let them preach Jesus, oh Lord God. Let them proclaim his birth, oh Lord God. Let them proclaim a celebration of joy with great tidings and good news to the whole world, to everybody that Jesus is here to save. He said, I come to seek and to save that which is lost. And Father God, in the name of Jesus. Verse 12. And this shall be a sign unto you. Ye shall find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. Amen. And so what he's saying here in this verse, and don't we forget this, there was a charge that we should always visit Jesus. <laughs> regardless, regardless of where we find ourselves, we should always consider ourselves that I went there to visit Jesus. Uh, he ain't in no manger, no swaddling clothes right now, but he is present. And when you go into the presence of the Lord, go in there saying, "My, I didn't come to hear the choir sing. I didn't come to hear no, the, the. I didn't come to see the children do their praise dance. I didn't come to see the young men do their mind with paint on their face. But I'm going to visit Jesus. I heard he was here. I'm coming to visit him. I'm coming to have an experience with him. I'm coming to adore him and give adoration and love toward him." I'm not coming here for all of the other stuff that we have allowed to just infiltrate our services now. Very seldom do we mention Jesus anymore, but I want to spend the whole hour talking about Jesus. My God, I love worship. I love praise. I love the song, but we have an audience of one. My God, we don't, my God, most people come and sing for you and to you, but we need to come and sing together. One voice crying out to him unto him who is king of kings and Lord of lords. My God, hallelujah. Wow, my God. Woo, woo, with good tidings and great joy, we ought to sing praises unto the king, man. Ha. My God, his name is Jesus. My, 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 my boy, I tell you, man, look at what he said right there, man. Go visit him. Go, go to church to visit him. And I'm going to give you a sign. The Lord said, I'm going to give you a sign. Ah, when I see you coming together on one accord, when I see the choirs coming together, they're not singing to the people or for the people, but they're, they're helping the people to turn toward the heavens and all of us sing to the audience of one, which is Jesus, high and lifted up, him exalted, my God. 
I, you know, I get so sick of people telling me how good the choir sounded. I get so sick of people telling me, oh, you should have saw them babies up there doing their praise dance. I get so sick of people telling me, oh, them boys, no, they were miming, Pastor. But I don't hear nothing about Jesus no more. Well, the preacher preached a great sermon. What did he preach about? I don't know exactly, but I know he preached. Anybody ought to remember if you said something about Jesus. Oh, Father, we call for it this morning. We call for a return back to proclaiming that unto us, a child was born unto us. A son was given and his name shall be called wonderful counselor, mighty God, everlasting father, prince of peace. God, help us to get back. Help us, oh God, to be a part of the increase of his government. Lord God, getting the glad tidings and the good news of joy, getting it out there, Lord, that the people may experience the joy of the Lord. Lord God, that is our strength today, God. Uh, we're strengthened by this good news, this glad tidings that a Savior was born, a deliverer who could deliver God, mankind, oh God, from the dominion and power and control of sin in their life that had a grip on us from the very creation, the very foundation when Adam sinned. You said it was imputed to all of mankind, but the Father loved us so much he didn't leave us snared and bound. He sent us a Savior and his name is Jesus God. And he's Savior then, and he's Savior today, and he'll be Savior tomorrow because there's no other name by which men can be saved, Lord. And so we thank you for the Savior that was born, Father. As we move on here, one more verse here, verse 13 says, And suddenly there was with an angel a multitude of the heavenly host. I love this, y'all. Praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest and on earth peace and goodwill toward men. Oh, God, we thank you this morning and we praise you this morning, Father. We declare this promise this morning. Oh, God, that there shall be praising of God. Ah, joy and peace and everywhere, Father. We thank you toward mankind that they'll feel the Prince of Peace moving in the midst, Lord God, that they'll feel the wonderful counsel, Lord God, ha, and they'll begin to respond with praise and worship and adoration and not get caught up, Lord God. Hallelujah, Lord God, the holiday spirit, Lord God, but we're just praying that the Holy Ghost, Lord God, will show up and move, God, from pew to pew. Move from individual to individual. Move across the pulpit. Touch the pastors. Touch the preachers. Touch the apostles. Touch the evangelists. Touch the prophets, oh God. Touch the teachers, oh God. Touch the choir director, Lord God. Get that little sweet spirit out of him, Lord, her, Lord God. And Father, we just pray that you sanctify the services, oh Lord God, unto the Lord this morning. We've allowed so much. We've tolerated so much stuff to come in now, God, and go through the motions, oh God. But Father, we pray for a cleaning of the house, Lord God. Get rid of all those spirits that shouldn't be there, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. And consecrate, Lord God, that service, oh Lord God, that we may get back to doing what they did, oh God, when they when they when they heard the good news, when they found out, Lord God, that the Savior was born, Lord God. I love it. They began to declare suddenly, Lord God, there was angels and multitudes of heavenly hosts praising God and saying, Lord God, glory to God in the highest and on earth, peace and goodwill toward men, Lord God. Not all of this performance, oh Lord God. Not all of this stuff that we tolerate, God, that we accept, oh Lord God, and we call it worship, oh Lord God. But I thank you this morning that we would join in with the heavenly host, Lord God. And I pray that the angels of the Lord would just begin to just move in the service, oh God. Hallelujah. And speak to every heart, Lord God, that we'll have a real revival, that we'll have a real outpouring of praise and worship, O oh Lord God. And peace will come to the people that surpasses all understanding. 
the garrisons and mounts guard over their heart and their mind, that we will be protected from what we are tolerating now, Lord God. We will be secure from contaminated worship, oh God. We will be safe, oh Lord God, from somebody stealing my time to hear about Jesus, oh Lord God, and preaching to me some prosperity message and preaching to me some other gospel, Lord God, wasting my time. We need to hear about Jesus. He is the answer to it all, Lord God. And so, Father, we pray this morning that the Savior will deliver us as a human race of people on this earth, Lord God. Deliver us from what we have become, Lord God. We'll become, Lord God, people who worship things and people more than we worship God. And so, Father, we give you the praise. We give you the glory this morning. Take us back, Lord God, under your wing, oh God, under your shadows, oh God. Take us back, Lord God. That place, oh God, in Christ Jesus, where we know, God, that we have a Savior and he's worthy to be praised. He's worthy to be glorified. He's worthy to be magnified. Let all of our focus and attention be fixated on you as we look toward heaven this morning from where our help comes from. For our help comes from the Lord this morning. He is our high priest advocate. He forever liveth at the right hand of the Father to make intercession for us. Father, so we thank you this morning and we praise you this morning that men and women, boys and girls, Lord, hallelujah, Lord God, every culture out there, Lord, would know that there is only one name by which men can be saved, and his name is Jesus, Lord. And we thank you, Holy Ghost, you who speak every language. We are praying that you speak to the nations. My God. Lord, send the angels, the messenger angels to get a message out. He can come upon every heart as we see right here. God, send out a multitude of your ministering angels right now. Lord God, hallelujah, Lord God, and speak to the heart of people right now that Jesus is soon to come. And we want people to know the good news, the glad tidings with joy that a Savior has been born. Verse 15, it says, And it came to pass as the angels were gone away from them into heaven, the shepherds said, one to another, let us now go even unto Bethlehem and see this thing which is come to pass, which the Lord hath made known unto us. And they came with haste mm, 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 and found Mary and Joseph and the babe lying in a manger. Man, they rushed to see him. I'm praying in the name of Jesus. I'm calling for a, a, an anointing to put a rush in people that they'll rush to the house to see God. They'll rush somewhere, man, and repent and throw their hands in the air and ask God to forgive them. They'll rush to the name of the Lord. They'll turn to the name of the Lord with urgency. I'm praying in the name of Jesus that they will be excited about giving their life to the Lord. As it said, when they came, man, I'm telling you, they were so excited. The angels spoke to them. They received some evidence because they had been looking for it. They had been expecting a Messiah. Now he had arrived and boy, they moved with a sense of urgency they had to go visit him and see him i'm calling for that sense of urgency right now in the name of jesus i'm calling for it in the government i'm calling for it in your neighborhood my neighborhood your state your city i'm calling for that kind of urgency right now that people man will begin to become urgent and they'll move in a, they would, like in a rush and in a hurry because jesus is soon to come 
And now is the time we got to turn to the Savior. We got to run to him to save us. My God, run to him in repentance. Run to him asking for forgiveness. And I believe if you ask, he'll do it. He'll forgive you of all your sins and cleanse you of all your unrighteousness. I believe he'll fill you with the precious gift of the Holy Ghost. I believe the hour is now for repentance. I believe the hour is now for rushing to God, running to God, turning to God more than ever because he is available today. He said, my seek me while I may be found because there's coming a night season when I will not be found and you will search for me and look for me, but you will not find me. I pray in the name of Jesus that right now, Father, while you are in the saving business, while you are a savior, while we hail you as a savior, that right now many will be saved today, will come out of darkness. I pray for the day of this to be the day of the Lord of salvation unto many right now that are drifting off into darkness, further into, Lord God, the spirit of this season, Lord God, which takes us further away from the coming of the Savior, the birth of the Savior. You are able to save souls today, God, and we pray that every soul in my family and every family represented on this line that don't know Jesus, God, I pray in the name of Jesus as we lift up your name over them this morning, God. We call them out of darkness into your marvelous light, God, and we appeal to you to deliver today that you would deliver our sons and our daughters, oh Lord God, that are unprotected, oh God, unsecure right now. They're not safe right now. They're in a dangerous, precarious situation, Father God. If they don't turn to Jesus this season as we celebrate him, as we lift up and exalt your holy name, we're praying for them to be saved, oh Lord God, today, God. We're praying, oh God, for salvation today, God. We're praying, oh God, for your grace and your mercy, God, to be extended to them today for forgiveness of their sins and cleansing of all their unrighteousness, God. We're praying for repentance today, God. Hallelujah, Lord God. Hey, Kaba, Shalaman, Kashaba. Father, we don't know what we need, God, as a, as a culture, God. Men don't know what they need, God. Or they're looking to other men, Lord God. They're talking about how men pour into them. They're not talking about how the Holy Ghost pour into them. They're not talking about, Lord God, they're not talking about Jesus, God. They're talking about their favorite apostle, their favorite bishop, oh God, their favorite preacher, their favorite prophet. Father, we want more, more, more glad tidings, more good news about Jesus, Lord God. I don't want to hear about your bishop, your apostle, your prophet. I want to hear about Jesus, my God. He's the savior of the world, God. Man cannot save himself. We needed a savior, and you sent us one, God. Oh, we thank you this morning, and we praise you this morning. Amen. Praise God. Well, I'm going to end right there. Amen. And we'll pick this up tomorrow. But this is this is direct the direction we're going in. I just sensed the Holy Ghost this morning that we need to really cry out that 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 we take full advantage of this season right here to cry out about Jesus, that get that good news out there, those glad tidings with joy, singing praises, glorifying him. This is what took place. This is what was significant during that time. And it's got to be significant today, very vibrant. We got to rush forth with it right now because people are leaving here without knowledge of Jesus, without being saved. There are folks right now drifting around out here in this world, man, lost. Don't even know, man, that there was a Savior that was born in Bethlehem, the city of David. And that Savior is still making visits today to the heart of man. He wants to, he wants, when they couldn't find no end for him to live in. But today, the hearts, our hearts, the heart of every human being is that end, is that place he want to live and reside as a Savior in your life to continue to deliver you from dangerous situations, from dangerous toys and snares 
that snare so many that cause them to toil and suffer unnecessarily because they don't know that the name of the Lord is that strong tower that they can run to and be saved, that they can dwell in the secret place of the Most High just like we do under the shadows of the Almighty. They can say of the Lord, He's my refuge and my fortress, and Him will I put my trust. I shall have no other God before Him. And so anything else is idolatry. Christmas, if you don't treat it right, is idolatry. If you don't celebrate it right, it becomes idolatry. And we don't want to give any of our time, energy, or resources to serving idolatry. The Christmas tree is not Jesus. Don't worship it like Jesus. We worship Jesus. He is the Savior that was born in the city of David in Bethlehem. So, Father, we give you praise, glory, and honor this morning in Jesus' wonderful name for sending us a Savior. You knew what man needed then. You know what man needs now. And you know what man needs going forward. So we thank you for the Savior of the world, Jesus Christ. Amen. All right, then. <clears throat> Good morning, ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters. This is Pastor Lester Hayes. I'd like to welcome all of you back to uh, creating a prayer culture for God to use to counter all the uh, all the attacks of the enemy that are out there. Uh, we do uh, thank you all for joining in this morning. Uh, just greet all you prayer warriors, prayer partners, intercessors, overcomers, and gatekeepers back to the call this morning. Uh, this is December uh, the 16th, 6 o'clock in the morning, and uh, we're on the prayer line uh, gathered with several of our prayer partners this morning. And uh, <clears throat> we'd like to just go ahead and get started by opening up this morning with our, 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 our normal uh, routine this morning, uh, which is praying the prayer that the Lord taught the disciples to pray just to get us signed in and warmed up this morning. So let's just let's just do that right now. Uh, and pray, as Jesus said, pray in this manner, Abba, Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, Lord, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Father, give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is your kingdom, Father, the power and the glory. It all belongs to you. Now, fathers, we come this morning, Lord, we just thank and praise you this morning for another day that the Lord has made, that we come together this morning to rejoice and to be glad in it. Father, we thank and praise you this morning for your Holy Spirit this morning. We thank you, Lord God, that he dwells and lives on the inside of each and every one of us on this line this morning. We're praying for those who do not have the gift of the Holy Spirit, have not received him. Lord, in the name of Jesus, you who have given us the Holy Spirit and told us to be baptized in the Holy Spirit and in fire. So we thank you this morning that we receive the Holy Ghost this morning. We receive the fire, God, that comes along with the Holy Ghost, that something will ignite us and excite us and something will burn on the inside of us, Father God, as we move into celebrating the birth of our Savior this morning. Holy Ghost, we ask you to quicken our mortal minds, quicken our mortal spirits, our mortal bodies this morning. Hallelujah. And bring back to our remembrance this morning that this season is all about celebrating the birth of our savior jesus who was born in bethlehem the city of david least we forget lord god and become led away lord god by our own understanding that it's all about christmas a christmas tree toys and gifts father but we want to go to a higher level and knowledge of understanding lord god as you remind us this morning that jesus 
is the Savior of the world. Keep that fresh on our mind, Holy Ghost. Keep bringing it back to us. I pray in the name of Jesus that you fill up the hearts and minds of every pulpit, Lord God, that will speak, Lord God, to the people. The real, real reason, oh Lord God, why we come together is to celebrate our Lord and Savior, Jesus. Help us to get back to this teaching, oh Lord God. Help us, Lord God. Help us, remind us, and use us, Lord God, to get the word out. Let the world know. Tell it on the mountaintops and tell it in the valley low. Let our songs of praise be filled with adoration and love toward the, the, the one who saves. His name is Jesus, the Christ, the Son of the living God, the only begotten of the Father, Lord, full of grace and full of truth. His name is Jesus, the anointed Christ, Son of the living God. And so, Father, we thank you this morning for bringing us back, Lord God, to the one who is the center of all our joy, Lord God. Hope for hope for the whole world. His name is Jesus, Father. And so we thank you this morning and we praise you this morning, Lord, for just uh, being able to allow us, Lord God, to, to, to know, to, to be taught, to understand that there was a Savior who was born and his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace, Lord God. You said, oh God, the increase of his government shall never, ever end, never cease, Lord. So, Father, we thank you this morning and we praise you this morning that we know the name of our Savior. He is the only one by which men can be saved. And you said that every knee was going to bow, eventually bow, and every tongue was going to confess that Jesus Christ is Lord of Lords to the glory of our Father this morning. So we thank you this morning. We lift up the name of Jesus this morning in this earth. We lift up the name of Jesus over families this morning, Lord God, over neighborhoods and communities. We lift up the name of Jesus, Lord God. Hallelujah. Over our government, Lord God. We lift up the name of Jesus this morning, Lord God. Hallelujah. In other countries, oh Lord God, how was there's absolutely zero knowledge about him. And Father, we just thank you this morning that the whole world will know and hear God that there was a Savior born in Bethlehem. His name is Jesus, the Christ, the Son of the living God, the Savior of the world, and that people will begin to repent and turn to Jesus, Lord God, in this hour of great darkness. So we give you the praise. We give you the glory. We give you the honor this morning, Lord God. Let us continue to give to man what belongs to man, but let us bless the Lord, Lord God, as it prays in the worship and the adoration it belongs to him. And so, Father, we love you this morning. We thank and praise you this morning for every wonderful gift that you've given us, the gift of life, peace, and joy, and righteousness in the Holy Ghost, Lord. We thank you this morning, and we praise you this morning. We thank you, and we praise you this morning, Lord God, for your son, Jesus. God, you so love the world that you gave your only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him this morning shall have everlasting life. And so we thank you that many will turn to you Lord God, this particular season, oh Lord God, we need it more now than we've ever needed it, oh Lord, that they would know the truth, that their eyes would be open, that they can behold and see wondrous things from your plan of salvation that comes only through Jesus, that Savior that was born. And so we thank you this morning and we praise you this morning, Lord God, that the knowledge of him will go out, the fame of him will go out this year, this season, Lord God, as we move into celebrating another Christmas but we'll celebrate Jesus more because we know more about him because preachers are teaching and, and more about him. They're preaching and teaching more about the Savior, more about Jesus. Lord God, that your name not get lost in all the chaos and confusion out there about Christmas and about this time of 
year. We say we know the reason for the season, Father. But, Father, we want to learn. We want it to be rooted. We want it to be grounded in us. And we're grounded in that knowledge, Lord, because, Jesus, you said, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes unto the Father except by me. So we love you this morning, Lord, and we thank you this morning, Lord, that you will be known. We will make you known, Lord God, because we know you. We have to make you known to others. And so, Jesus, we just love you this morning. We just give you the praise, Father, for sending your only begotten Son. Now, Holy Ghost, we ask you to have your way this morning. In the name of Jesus, amen and amen. All right, then, we're still going to be talking about protection and security and safety. And we know that uh, Proverbs 18 and 10 tells us that the name of the Lord is, that name is Jesus. He's Lord of Lords and King of Kings. And when we run to that name, we are safe. And a lot of people are looking for safety, to, you know, in their life, period. They're looking for security. They're looking to be protected. And uh, there are other means of protection. But I'm here to tell you that Jesus is our protection. He's our protector. He's the one that watches over his. He's the one that watches over us. He's the one that can dispatch all of those angels, protective guardian angels, and encamp them around about us, that we will be safe. And so we run this morning to the name of Jesus. We're excited about his name. We even feel protected and shielded right now, just lifting up the name of Jesus. We thank you that protection is coming down right now. We thank you that our minds and our hearts are going to be secure and protected from all of this other knowledge that are going on out there that talks about these holidays and the spirit of the holidays and the spirit of the season and, you know, Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. All those things are good in their place, but you have to be careful and not go too far uh, with them because you can easily become brainwashed is what we've been talking about. You know, you can have your beliefs, your your attitudes, your behavior altered and changed psychologically and physically, you know, mentally and spiritually. If you get too, too, uh, too, you know, far gone and carried away with that cell that type of celebration, you know, it, it really will carry you into a dark place of brainwashing, I call it. But we want to always come back to the center where Jesus Christ is the center of our celebration. He's the center of our joy. You know, he is the only hope for tomorrow. You know, it's Jesus, you know. And so we thank the Lord this morning for the name of Jesus. There's no other name that can save but the name of Jesus. Amen. So we want to draw your attention this morning over to the book of Luke chapter two, where we were at yesterday. And uh, we want to pick up, you know, where we were at yesterday, where we left off. And, uh, you know, my, my, my goal is to uh, unseat a lot of things. People, I believe, have gotten too relaxed about this time of year. They just seem to settle back and become comfortable. And for me, something that gets ignited in me all over again, a, a different kind of fire began to burn in me when I start talking about Jesus and thinking about Jesus. And I get ignited. I get excited about that because... I, I just feel I have a relationship with him that when I mention his name, something triggers inside of me, you know, and it's like I'm excited because it's like I'm talking to someone who understands, someone who can can feel my, my pain, my suffering, can just feel uh, how much I love him, you know, and how much I appreciate him and feel my passion about him because 
he didn't have to save this old boy, but he did, you know, and I, and I pray and hope you on the line this morning feel the same way that we're coming together to pray to one who saved us, one who can save the whole world, you know, and I get stirred up about that. I get excited about that. I feel that down in my sanctified soul this morning. And so I want you to, uh, if you're, if you're too relaxed about it, get excited about it, man, get ignited by it. That, you know, there was a savior and that word savior, I was looking that word up and looking at some of the different meanings about that word. And the one that just stuck out to me is it said one that can deliver you from danger. Good God Almighty. This is a dangerous world that we're living in. And the only hope for this world, man, is Jesus, you know, the one who can deliver you from danger, from dangerous situation and dangerous circumstances. That's why people got to know about him, because anybody out there right now, man, that, that, that need deliverance, I'm telling you, Jesus is the deliverer. He's the one that can deliver you. He's the savior. He can save you from hurt and harm and danger. He can serve. He can save you from all the attacks of the enemy. And that's why I'm so excited about him. I can't relax when I talk about him. Something just stirs me up. And it's like I want the whole world to know about this Savior called Jesus, my personal Lord and Savior. And I want that for everybody. So if you're on this line this morning, amen, you should make sure that you pray that everybody who don't know Jesus will come into a perfect saving knowledge about him, that they will experience his amazing grace. My God, his supernatural, miraculous power and ability to save you, to deliver you out of dangerous snares and toys. Oh, my God, hallelujah. It's something amazing about him, man, the power that he, can, he has in his hands to be able to deliver you out of danger. And so that's what excites me is that there's a savior named Jesus that can deliver you out of danger, man. And there's a lot of dark, wicked, evil, pragmatic stuff going on out here in this world right now. And especially during this time of year, because the worst of the worst comes out and try to take advantage of people and place a lot of folks in dangerous situations. More break-ins take place during this time. More purses get snatched during this time. More scams and schemes and isms and schisms. You see all kinds of the worst of the worst comes out to try to, to try to put people in a dangerous, precarious situation, you know, because we're so busy, we're so brainwashed, we're so distracted by the season, you know, by the, the, the activity, the behavior, the attitude that just don't line up. And so people just get carried away, man. You know, they shop more, they out more, they party more, they drink more, they do all kinds of things, everything but celebrate the Savior. And when they end up in a dangerous situation, they'll call 911 because they don't know how to call on the name of the Savior. They don't know how to call on the name of the Deliverer. They don't know how to call on the name of Jesus. But we come on this line this morning and we call on the name of Jesus. We come to pray in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, who can deliver this world, my God, out of darkness, who can deliver all the way down to the individual that's in danger, faced with danger, that's going through. I tell you, his power is limited this morning. He can save in other cultures, other countries this morning. Father, we just glorify, magnify you this morning because you are the Savior that was born in Bethlehem, the son of the, my God, the city of David, Lord. You came, that holy city, God. And we thank and praise you this morning. We lift up your name, Jesus, because you said if you be lifted up, you will draw all men. We thank you for the men and women that are being drawn right now because we call on the name of Jesus who can save, who can deliver, who 
who can set captives free, who can open blind eyes this morning. My God, and set at liberty all those, God, that are bruised this morning. We thank you, God, for sending us your only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him shall not perish. We are praying today in the name of Jesus, every creature that's on this planet that you created that's without the knowledge of Jesus, that lack the understanding about what this season really means to us, this, this sacred time over 2,000 years ago, we're in Bethlehem, Lord God. Hallelujah. Sometime in the month of December, Lord God, on the, on the calendar, God, as we understand that a Savior was born, Lord. You said a, a, a child was born, Lord God, a son was given, and his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Lord, at least we forget, Lord God. Let us be reminded, Holy Ghost. Bring it back to the preachers that they'll teach it. Bring it back to the teachers that they'll teach it, Father. In every house of worship, oh God, every synagogue, every temple, Lord God, whatever they, wherever they gather, Lord God. Hallelujah. Home ministries, Lord. <coughs> Street ministries, Lord God, whatever the case might be. Outreach ministries, Lord, let them teach and preach. Let them lift up the name of Jesus before the people. Lord God, that people will know there's only one Savior. His name is Jesus, Father. And we're calling for the preachers to preach Jesus. We're calling for the prophets to prophesy Jesus. We're calling for the bishops to build the folks up about the knowledge of Jesus. We're calling for the apostles, Lord God, to, to glorify Jesus, Lord God, and not be glorified themselves and have people glorify them, Lord, and lift them up. But we're praying that we lift up the name of Jesus, Lord God. He's the Savior of the world. So, Father, we thank you and praise you this morning. Amen. So let me draw your attention to the, uh, to the book of Luke, the second chapter, and we'll pick up where we left off at yesterday. I tell you, I'm so excited about this man to get the opportunity to just share the good news of the gospel about Jesus with somebody that'll listen, y'all. I want to dedicate my life to talking about him because he saved my life. When I was in sin, it was Jesus who saved me. It was like Jesus who saved me. It was like Paul being on that road to Damascus. I thought I was all right. I thought I was good enough. I thought I was just wise enough and smart enough, but I found out I was more lost than I thought I was, but a savior found me and he saved me and filled me with his precious gift of the Holy Ghost. And my life has never been the same. And who in the world, man, are really saved by the Savior, Jesus Christ? Who in the world that have been delivered by him and know it was him that delivered you out of that dangerous snare, that dangerous trial or situation that you found yourself in? It was Jesus who delivered you off of those drugs. It was Jesus who delivered you from pornography. It was Jesus who delivered you from perversion. It was Jesus who delivered you, my God, from leaning towards your own understanding, from dope, from alcohol, from, from being out there in the world and giving your life life and your soul over to the devil and let him use you to do all kind of crazy stuff in your flesh this morning. So I thank you, Father, that it was Jesus who saved us. It wasn't nobody else. It wasn't no luck. It was Jesus, Lord. Hallelujah. And he's still saving today, Father. And we want the world to know that we have a Savior that was born in the city of Bethlehem. He was born in the city of David. And Father, we thank and praise you. Hallelujah, Lord God, that we are reminded today of his birth, of his coming. And we thank you this morning. We know that the devil comes. Jesus said he comes but for to kill and for to steal and for to destroy. But I come that you may have life and that you may have it more abundantly. The book of John chapter 10, verse 10, he speaks to us there about himself. And in John 14 and 6, he himself declared that I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes unto the Father except 
by me. And so, Father, we thank you this morning. We praise you this morning that if we believe in our heart that God raised Jesus from the dead and confess it out of our mouth, Father God, you said we shall be saved. So we confess Jesus Christ this morning as our Lord and Savior, as the only one who can save. No other name by which men can be saved. And so we bow at the name of Jesus this morning because his name is sacred and consecrated and holy, Lord God. And there's power in the name of Jesus, Lord God. So we thank you. He is God. He is Emmanuel, God with us. He's always with us. He never leaves us or forsakes us. He's with us even until the end of this age. And so we thank you this morning. He was Savior yesterday. He's Savior today. And he's going to be Savior throughout eternity, Lord. We thank and praise you that we put no hope, trust, and confidence in man to save us from anything, Lord. But Jesus is the one who delivers us from all the dangerous snares and all, my God, towards that we've already come. Through grace, we're saved by faith. We thank you this morning. Hallelujah for our Savior, God. Amen. So let's go over here to Luke and pick up. I want to pick up at verse uh, 6, and let's just see how far we can go here. My goal is to get down to verse 11 this morning. Uh, before we uh, close this morning. So let's go over here. Look at verse 6 in the book of Luke, chapter 2. And it says, and we want to focus in on right now that 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 sacred place where Jesus was born. It was it was it was a it was a, a shocking place. It was in a in a manger in a stable. But too many times people get focused on that. I've heard sermon after sermon about the, the manger, you know, the place. You know, it's a shocking place to me, but I look beyond the place, you know, nobody gets saved by knowing the place. Nobody gets saved by the swaddling clothes, but it's the one that was wrapped up in those swaddling clothes. It's the one that she gave birth to that we should focus on, preach all that other stuff, you know, to try to build it up. But I want to get to the meat, y'all. And so let's look at what it says here. It says, and so it was that while they were there, the days for her accomplished that she should be delivered. It was time, y'all. It was time. Regardless of where the place was at, it was time. It was a shocking place. You know, that my Savior had to be born there. But I'm so glad, man, that I focus on the fact that her time had come. It was time for the Savior, man, to be presented to the world. And I thank God, man. I picture that, boy. I, I just see the Savior being born. Not just a not just a just a baby per se, but it was it was a Savior, man that was born, you know, in that, in that shocking place. And then verse seven, it says, and she brought forth her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him in a manger because there was no room for them in the end. My God, my God. I just thank God, man, if those people boy, would have known what they was handling, what they was dealing with, man, what that son was that she gave birth to, Good God Almighty, man. They probably would have received five-star accommodations, man. I'm telling you, boy, woo, man, that I'd have shut the city down. Man, my God, I'd have shut the city down and started a celebration that the Savior is born. Good God Almighty in Bethlehem. Oh, my God. Hallelujah, Lord. Let's get stirred up about it. Let's get ignited about it. Man, my God. Let's put ourselves in a state of mind, man, where... 
Man, just picture and imagine what took place right there, man. She gave birth to a son, and it wasn't just a son. It was a son of God. It was Jesus, our Savior, man. My God, I just picture that, how she handled him and wrapped him in swaddling clothes. Her firstborn of the Holy Ghost, man. <laughs> well, I could see Joseph sitting there, man, looking at him, smiling, you know, you know, just glad that his, that his his espoused wife, she was the one chosen by the Savior, man, a highly favored woman of God. I remember a time, you know, when Joseph, man, was kind of upset when he found out she was pregnant, being espoused to him, and he did not know, man, what had happened. You know, he, he, he you know, I, I just can imagine the mindset of people when they found out this little fourteen-year-old girl was pregnant. You know, and then it wasn't for Joseph, her spouse, husband, man, but it was for the Holy Ghost. It was from the Holy Ghost. He impregnated her. Can you just imagine, man, that there was no human blood in him, man? Even that excites me, man, ignites something in me that there was no human blood in him. He was, my God, she was impregnated by the Holy Ghost. That right there, man, fires me up. That stirs me up, man. It's my God, that greatness was born that day, man. She wrapped up greatness. She wrapped up a deliverer. In those swaddling clothes, man, my God. And there was no room for him in the end, but it did not stop him from coming. Come on, somebody. It did not stop him from coming when the accommodation were not perfect, man. They're not like, they're like that today. People don't want to open up the church, man, and let Jesus come in. They don't want him in the sermons. They don't want him in the songs. They don't want him in the prayers, man. They, no, they don't, they're, they're like they're taking away and shutting down and changing and legislating all the places where you can talk about Jesus, man. I tell you, man, they didn't, there was no place for him there, and it's like there's no more place for him here today. But, man, we're going to bring it back. We're going to resurrect it, man. We're going to lift up the name of Jesus and talk about him until somebody gets saved, talk and preach about him until Jesus comes back here. We're going to sing his praises. We're going to give him glory. We're going to give him honor because he's worthy that he came. My God, they couldn't stop it and they shouldn't be able to stop it. Now, God made a place and provided a place for him. It was a shocking place, but nevertheless, she gave birth to her firstborn son. And I am so glad that over 2000 years ago, man couldn't stop Jesus, man, from coming into this world. Oh my God, unto us, a child is born, a son is given. And his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father. So that's why we keep saying that, because he said his name shall be called. So when you think about Jesus in this season or that season or tomorrow or the next day or next week, always think about him that way. He said his name shall be called. Throw your hands in the air. Give him a morning sacrifice. Throw your hands in the air. Give him a noonday sacrifice. Throw your hands in the air. Give him an evening sacrifice. And say, Lord, your name is wonderful, counselor, mighty God, everlasting father. You are my prince of peace. I'm so glad that you came. My God, that you were born in that city of Bethlehem. Amen. And see, that way you're making room for him in your in your end. <clears throat> in your home, in your life, in your heart. See your see your heart right now is the end, I-N-N, where he wants to reside, where he wants to live. And he's saying, look, though I stand at the door and knock, will you open it up and let me come in? And see, I'm praying right now that people will hear that knock and open up the door and invite Jesus to come into their end, into their hearts, into the, the, the souls and their spirits, my God, that he can come in and sup with them. My God, in reason with them, though our sins be red like crimson, he shall make them white as snow. Why? Because his blood is precious. 
to the cleansing away, the washing away of the sin of man. No other way we can get rid of it. It's a dangerous thing to be living in this dark and desolate age we live in, in, Father, and people don't know Jesus. You said, look out there, laborers. Look out there on the field. They're white. They're plenteous with harvest, my God. But the labors are few. And pray to the Father, my God, that he would send forth laborers. Amen. To go talk about Jesus. To go talk about repenting. And my God, go talk about what we can do to save. To be saved is turn to the Lord and call on the name of Jesus. Father, we're calling many out of darkness this morning, Lord God. We're calling them out of darkness. That come to Jesus right now. Father, in the north, the south, the east, and the west, God, we call in that harvest this morning in the name of Jesus. We pray that men and women everywhere, Lord God, other countries on this planet, God, will begin to run to the name of Jesus. We're praying, oh God, that a clarion call will go out, God. Put it in the mouth of the missionaries, oh God. We know they're over there, God, trying to deal, my God, with environmental issues, bringing fresh water and other things, teaching them how to plant crops. But God, I pray in the name of Jesus that they drop some spiritual seeds, that Jesus is the Savior of the world. He can deliver you out of this dangerous, poverty-stricken, my God. God, hallelujah, my disease, famine region that you're living in. Jesus can deliver you. He can deliver you from voodoo. He can deliver you from paganism. He can deliver, my God, he can deliver you from brainwashing. He can deliver you from sickness, infirmity, and disease. He can deliver you from addictions of every type, my God, in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. I just pray, God, that as we go forth, Lord God, to carry forth, Lord God, whatever, the, the level of aid and assistance they are providing. God, I pray in the name of Jesus that they'll open up their Bible and there'll be interpreters there, God, that they can give them a message about Jesus who can deliver them out of danger, Lord God. And so, Father, we just thank you this morning as we continue to look at this scripture. Okay, verse uh, number eight, he said, we make room for you, Father. He says in verse eight, and there were in the same country shepherds abiding in the fields, keeping watch, over their flock by night. Unbelievable appearance of Jesus had come and they got news of it. Amen. Shepherds everywhere heard about it. The fame went out about it. My God, can you envision just for a minute, man, how when they heard this news, there were people that took off and ran and told the shepherds and that news spread like wildfire. Just imagine that a shepherd heard that the Savior had been born, that, that she'd given birth to a son. And man, that news went out. That fame went out. It got all the way back, man, to Caesar's palace, man. And boy, he sent folks. He sent folks with gifts. He sent. It was good news, y'all. It was good news that was spreading, y'all. It's got to be good news today that's being spread, y'all. We got to get the message out, man. We got to get the message out. Shepherds, you got to get the message out. Somebody got to get the message to the shepherds. They're out there begging now. They're preaching prosperity now. They're preaching everything but Jesus, man, the one who can deliver us from danger. This world is in a dark and a desolate place right now. Isaiah prophesied over 2,000 years years ago, just like he prophesied that the, that the child was going to be born and a savior was going to come. I'm telling you, he also prophesied that this world was going to be, will be saturated with great darkness and there will be gross darkness on the people. And we're seeing that right now. People are turning away from God and not to God. But this morning in the name of Jesus, we pray that the same unbelievable good news, unusual news will go out about Jesus and it'll bring people back to Jesus, man. Hallelujah. My God. Look at verse 9 there. It says, And lo, the angels of the Lord came upon them, 
and the glory of the Lord shone around about them, and they were so afraid. Boy, I'm praying that we have a, an outpouring of the Holy Ghost of God that this very same scenario would take place today, and it will become commonplace, and it will happen more and more that that great light from heaven, that those angels would just shine that light on every service right now. I know people got great services planned. Man, they're going to have nativity scenes. They're going to have people dressed up, man, and what they thought the shepherds and people were dressed up. They're going to have real animals in the churches. They're going to try to replicate and duplicate what took place. But man, you don't need all of that stuff right now. The main thing is, is my God, you let that light so shine that men will see your good works and they too will glorify our Father which is in heaven. Take Jesus out from underneath or whatever you're under, you're from underneath your beds of tradition. Take Jesus from, because you will preach more about the nativity scene. My God, about the animals, people will be paying attention and focusing on that stuff. I went to a place up in Maryland one time, man, and they had a, a, a live a, a live replica up there, uh, up there in the, up, up in one of the temples up there, man. It was beautiful. I didn't know what I know now. You know, it was beautiful to reenact all of that, man. And I'm telling you, people came from everywhere. They were lined up. But all I want to know, man, is about Jesus. I just want to hear about the Savior that was born in Bethlehem. I want to hear him today because there is no other name by which men can be saved. A replica, all those animals in the church and all that stuff, man. Nobody gets saved by that. What gets saved, get people saved is people lifting up the name of Jesus. You don't need all that fanfare. You don't need all of that reenactment. You need what you need to do is preach Jesus. He said, if I be lifted up, I'll draw all men unto me. When them shepherds was out there in the field, look what happened. It says, and lo, the angel of the Lord, not, not, not any kind of angel, the angel of the Lord came upon them. We need the angel of the Lord to come upon some people right now who say they're called of God, but never talk about Jesus. We need the angel of the Lord to touch some folks right now, some poor piss preaching a, a gospel, but not the gospel. We need the angel of the Lord to touch every senator, every congressman, every president that's, that comes to be president, that hold the office, especially the one we got right now. We pray and ask God to let the angel of the Lord touch that man right now, touch all of the those people up there right now, regardless of what side of partisan politics they own this morning, we need a government to be saved this morning. My God, we need leadership in this country to be saved this morning. We need leadership abroad to be saved this morning. We praying that the angel of the Lord will shine that light, that glorious light on mankind everywhere, on humanity everywhere. My God, that that man could not do. I pray that the angel of the Lord will move in and my God begin to shine a great light. God, send forth a revival awakening of God. I'm not talking about father, a revival that man creates and make my, himself Lord God and put all the, the light shows and all the things that he imagined in his evil mind. But God, I'm talking about a light from heaven in the name of Jesus. As it shone right there in verse nine, we're praying that another light would shine. The angel of the Lord would shine a light on the hearts of men and women everywhere that they'll break down and want to give up and be saved, Lord God. In the name of Jesus, Father, come out of wherever they might be. Come out of darkness and come into this marvelous light. Lord, we thank you this morning. We just pray, God, that the angel of the Lord would shine upon all mankind and the glory of the Lord would shine around about them. And Lord God, where they're at, where, they, where they're standing, where they're living, where they're working, oh God. Hallelujah, Lord God. And just shine that light on them, Father God. Cause that reverence, that, that fear of the Lord to come upon them, O oh Lord God, that will cause them to repent 
and ask to be saved. Father, is our prayer this morning. As we continue to move on here, verse 10, he says, And the angel said unto them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, my God, which shall be to all people, to all people, today, just like yesterday, over 2,000 years ago. Father, we pray that it be so today as it was then, Lord God, that good news, that great tidings of good news, great news, and joy, God, hallelujah, will be restored to the people, God, that when they hear it, they'll begin to sing Hosanna to the highest, joy to the world, the king has come, the Savior is born, that they'll run about, God, and share that good news, oh God, with everybody, those glad tidings, that good news, oh God. Oh, that the Savior, Lord God, let that be the message, oh God. Let that be the reassurance to the people, God. Let that good news, oh Father God, go forth, oh Lord God. Hallelujah. That your people, Lord God, will be protected and secure, shielded from, oh Lord God, all of this brainwashing that goes on out here in the name of Christmas, Lord God. So we thank you, Lord God, for this proclamation. We even thank you for the proclamation, Father God, that we're about to read in verse 11, Lord God. It says, for unto you is born this day in the city of Bethlehem, in the city of David, a Savior, Lord, which is, my God, which is, which is Christ the Lord, the anointed Messiah, the only one by which men can be saved. And so, Father, we pray that this will be the proclamation, God. This will be the announcement, Lord God, from every pulpit, Lord God. Hallelujah. Every sermon, oh God, that's going to go forth early that morning, oh God, of Christmas, oh God, early, Lord God. Hallelujah. That every service, oh God, the proclamation will be, Lord God. Hallelujah. That unto you are born this day in the city of David, a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. Lord, let this be the proclamation of the Messiah's birth, that it did take place. It was an awesome birth, Lord God. Hallelujah. Mary, she gave birth, oh God, to her firstborn son. His name is Jesus, Lord. Let this be the proclamation. Let this be the message that fill up every preacher's mouth. Lord God, and let them preach Jesus, oh Lord God. Let them proclaim his birth, oh Lord God. Let them proclaim a celebration of joy with great tidings and good news to the whole world, to everybody that Jesus is here to save. He said, I come to seek and to save that which is lost. And Father God, in the name of Jesus. Verse 12, and this shall be a sign unto you. Ye shall find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. Amen. And so what he's saying here in this verse, and don't we forget this, there was a charge that we should always visit Jesus. <laughs> regardless, regardless of where we find ourselves, we should always consider ourselves that I went there to visit Jesus. Uh, he ain't in no manger, no swaddling clothes right now, but he is present. And when you go into the presence of the Lord, go in there saying, "My, I didn't come to hear the choir sing. I didn't come to hear no, the, the, I didn't come to see the children do their praise dance. I didn't come to see the young men do their mind with paint on their face. But I'm going to visit Jesus. I heard he was here. I'm coming to visit him. I'm coming to have an experience with him. I'm coming to adore him and give adoration and love toward him. I'm not coming here for all of the other stuff that we have allowed to just infiltrate our services now. Very seldom do we mention Jesus anymore, but I want to spend the whole hour talking about Jesus. 
My God, I love worship. I love praise. I love the song. But we have an audience of one. My God, we don't. My God, most people come and sing for you and to you. But we need to come and sing together. One voice crying out to him unto him who is king of kings and Lord of lords. My God, hallelujah. Wow, my God. With good tidings and great joy, we ought to sing praises unto the king, man. Ha! My God, his name is Jesus. My, 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 my boy, I tell you, man, look at what he said right there, man. Go visit him. Go go to church to visit him. And I'm going to give you a sign. The Lord said, I'm going to give you a sign. Ah, when I see you coming together on one accord, when I see the choirs coming together, they're not singing to the people or for the people, but they're, they're helping the people to turn toward the heavens and all of us sing to the audience of one, which is Jesus, high and lifted up, him exalted, my God. I, you know, I get so sick of people telling me how good the choir sounded. I get so sick of people telling me, oh, you should have saw them babies up there doing their praise dance. I get so sick of people telling me, oh, them boys, no, they were miming, Pastor, but I don't hear nothing about Jesus no more. Well, the preacher preached a great sermon. What did he preach about? I don't know exactly, but I know he preached. Anybody ought to remember if you said something about Jesus. Oh, Father, we call for it this morning. We call for a return back to proclaiming that unto us, a child was born unto us, a son was given and his name shall be called wonderful counselor, mighty God, everlasting father, prince of peace, God, help us to get back. Help us, oh God, to be a part of the increase of his government, Lord God, getting the glad tidings and the good news of joy, getting it out there, Lord, that the people may experience the joy of the Lord, Lord God. That is our strength today, God. Uh, we're strengthened by this good news, this glad tidings that a Savior was born, a deliverer who could deliver God, mankind, oh God, from the dominion and power and control of sin in their life that had a grip on us from the very creation, the very foundation when Adam sinned. You said it was imputed to all of mankind, but the Father loved us so much he didn't leave us snared and bound. He sent us a Savior and his name is Jesus God. And he saved you then and he saved you today and he'll be saved tomorrow because there's no other name by which men can be saved, Lord. And so we thank you for the Savior that was born, Father. As we move on here, one more verse here, verse 13 says, And suddenly there was with an angel a multitude of the heavenly host. I love this, y'all. Praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest and on earth peace and goodwill toward men. Oh, God, we thank you this morning and we praise you this morning, Father. We declare this promise this morning. Oh, God, that there shall be praising of God. Ah, joy and peace and everywhere, Father. We thank you toward mankind that they'll feel the Prince of Peace moving in the midst, Lord God, that they'll feel the wonderful counsel, Lord God, ha, and they'll begin to respond with praise and worship and adoration and not get caught up, Lord God. Hallelujah, Lord God, the holiday spirit, Lord God, but we're just praying that the Holy Ghost, Lord God, will show up and move, God, from pew to pew. Move from individual to individual. Move across the pulpit. Touch the pastors. Touch the preachers. Touch the apostles. Touch the evangelists. 
Touch the prophets, oh God. Touch the teachers, oh God. Touch the choir director, Lord God. Get that little sweet spirit out of him, Lord, her, Lord God. And Father, we just pray that you sanctify the services, oh Lord God, unto the Lord this morning. We've allowed so much. We've tolerated so much stuff to come in now, God, and go through the motions, oh God. But Father, we pray for a cleaning of the house, Lord God. Get rid of all those spirits that shouldn't be there, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. And consecrate, Lord God, that service, oh Lord God, that we may get back to doing what they did oh god when they when they when they heard the good news when they found out lord god that the savior was born lord god i love it they began to declare suddenly lord god there was angels and multitudes of heavenly hosts praising god and saying lord god glory to god in the highest and on earth peace and goodwill toward men lord god not all of this performance oh lord god not all of this stuff that we tolerate, God, that we accept, oh, Lord God, and we call it worship, oh, Lord God. But I thank you this morning that we would join in with the heavenly host, Lord God. And I pray that the angels of the Lord would just begin to just move in the service, oh, God. Hallelujah. And speak to every heart, Lord God, that we'll have a real revival, that we'll have a real outpouring of praise and worship, oh, Lord God. And peace will come to the people that surpasses all understanding that garrisons and mounts guard over their heart and their mind, that we will be protected from what we are tolerating now, Lord God. We will be secure from contaminated worship, oh God. We will be safe, oh Lord God, from somebody stealing my time to hear about Jesus, oh Lord God, and preaching to me some prosperity message and preaching to me some other gospel, Lord God, wasting my time. We need to hear about Jesus. He is the answer to it all, Lord God. And so, Father, we pray this morning that the Savior will deliver us as a human race of people on this earth, Lord God. Deliver us from what we have become, Lord God. We will become, Lord God, people who worship things and people more than we worship God. And so, Father, we give you the praise. We give you the glory this morning. Take us back, Lord God, under your wing, oh God, under your shadows, oh God. Take us back, Lord God. That place, oh God, in Christ Jesus, where we know, God, that we have a Savior and he's worthy to be praised. He's worthy to be glorified. He's worthy to be magnified. Let all of our focus and attention be fixated on you as we look toward heaven this morning from where our help comes from. For our help comes from the Lord this morning. He is our high priest advocate. He forever liveth at the right hand of the Father to make intercession for us. Father, so we thank you this morning and we praise you this morning that men and women, boys and girls, Lord, hallelujah, Lord God, every culture out there, Lord, would know that there is only one name by which men can be saved, and his name is Jesus, Lord. And we thank you, Holy Ghost, you who speak every language. We are praying that you speak to the nations. My God. Lord, send the angels, the messenger angels to get a message out. He can come upon every heart as we see right here. God, send out a multitude of your ministering angels right now. Lord God, hallelujah, Lord God, and speak to the heart of people right now that Jesus is soon to come. And we want people to know the good news, the glad tidings with joy that a Savior has been born. Verse 15, it says, And it came to pass as the angels were gone away from them into heaven, the shepherds said, one to another, let us now go even unto Bethlehem and see this thing which is come to pass, which the Lord hath made known unto us. And they came with haste mm, 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 and found Mary and Joseph 
and the babe lying in a manger. Man, they rushed to see him. I'm praying in the name of Jesus. I'm calling for a, a, an anointing to put a rush in people that they'll rush to the house to see God. They'll rush somewhere, man, and repent and throw their hands in the air and ask God to forgive them. They'll rush to the name of the Lord. They'll turn to the name of the Lord with urgency. I'm praying in the name of Jesus that they will be excited about giving their life to the Lord. As it said, when they came, man, I'm telling you, they were so excited. The angels spoke to them. They received some evidence because they had been looking for it. They had been expecting a Messiah. Now he had arrived and boy, they moved with a sense of urgency. They had to go visit him and see him. I'm calling for that sense of urgency right now in the name of Jesus. I'm calling for it in the government. I'm calling for it in your neighborhood, my neighborhood, your state, your city. I'm calling for that kind of urgency right now that people, man, will begin to become urgent and they'll move in a, they would, like in a rush and in a hurry because Jesus is soon to come and now is the time we got to turn to the Savior. We got to run to him to save us. My God, run to him in repentance, run to him asking for forgiveness. And I believe if you ask, he'll do it. He'll forgive you of all your sins and cleanse you of all your unrighteousness. I believe he'll fill you with the precious gift of the Holy Ghost. I believe the hour is now for repentance. I believe the hour is now for rushing to God, running to God, turning to God more than ever because he is available today. He said, my seek me while I may be found because there's coming a night season when I will not be found and you will search for me and look for me, but you will not find me. I pray in the name of Jesus that right now, Father, while you are in the saving business, while you are a savior, while we hail you as a savior, that right now many will be saved today, will come out of darkness. I pray for the day of this to be the day of the Lord of salvation unto many right now that are drifting off into darkness, further into, Lord God, the spirit of this season, Lord God, which takes us further away from the coming of the Savior, the birth of the Savior. You are able to save souls today, God, and we pray that every soul in my family and every family represented on this line that don't know Jesus, God, I pray in the name of Jesus as we lift up your name over them this morning, God. We call them out of darkness into your marvelous light, God, and we appeal to you to deliver today that you would deliver our sons and our daughters, oh Lord God, that are unprotected, oh God, unsecure right now. They're not safe right now. They're in a dangerous, precarious situation, Father God. If they don't turn to Jesus this season as we celebrate him, as we lift up and exalt your holy name, we're praying for them to be saved, oh Lord God, today, God. We're praying, oh God, for salvation today, God. We're praying, oh God, for your grace and your mercy, God, to be extended to them today for forgiveness of their sins and cleansing of all their unrighteousness, God. We're praying for repentance today, God. Hallelujah, Lord God. Hey, Kaba, Shadamaneda, Kashaba. Gloria, Father, we don't know what we need, God, as a, as a culture, God. Men don't know what they need, God. Or they're looking to other men, Lord God. They're talking about how men pour into them. They're not talking about how the Holy Ghost pour into them. They're not talking about, Lord God, they're not talking about Jesus, God. They're talking about their favorite apostle, their favorite bishop, oh God, their favorite preacher, their favorite prophet. Father, we want more, more, more glad tidings, more good news about Jesus, Lord God. I don't want to hear about your bishop, your apostle, your prophet. I want to hear about Jesus, my God. He's the savior of the world. God. Man cannot save himself. We needed a savior and you sent us one, God. Oh, we thank you this morning and we praise you this morning. Amen. Praise God. Well, I'm going to end right there. Amen. And we'll pick this up tomorrow. 
But this is this is direct the direction we're going in. I just sensed the Holy Ghost this morning that we need to really cry out that 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 we take full advantage of this season right here to cry out about Jesus, that get that good news out there, those glad tidings with joy, singing praises, glorifying him. This is what took place. This is what was significant during that time. And it's got to be significant today, very vibrant. We got to rush forth with it right now because people are leaving here without knowledge of Jesus, without being saved. There are folks right now drifting around out here in this world, man, lost, don't even know, man, that there was a Savior that was born in Bethlehem, the city of David. And that Savior is still making visits today to the heart of man. He wants to, he wants, when they couldn't find no end for him to live in. But today, the heart, our hearts, the heart of every human being is that end, is that place he wants to live and reside as a Savior in your life to continue to deliver you from dangerous situations, from dangerous toys and snares that snare so many that cause them to toil and suffer unnecessarily. Because they don't know that the name of the Lord is that strong tower that they can run to and be saved. That they can dwell in the secret place of the Most High just like we do under the shadows of the Almighty. They can say of the Lord, he's my refuge and my fortress and him will I put my trust. I shall have no other God before him. And so anything else is idolatry. Christmas, if you don't treat it right, is idolatry. If you don't celebrate it right, it becomes idolatry. And we don't want to give any of our time, energy, or resources to serving idolatry. The Christmas tree is not Jesus. Don't worship it like Jesus. We worship Jesus. He is the Savior that was born in the city of David in Bethlehem. So, Father, we give you praise, glory, and honor this morning in Jesus' wonderful name for sending us a Savior. You knew what man needed then. You know what man needs now. And you know what man needs going forward. So we thank you for the Savior of the world, Jesus Christ. Amen. All right, then.